This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, July 18, 2008. I'm Caleb Brown. John McCain has made a loud pitch on behalf of school choice to the NAACP, but he indicates that he believes the federal government should be actively involved in reforms of public education. Neil McCluskey, Associate Director of the Cato Institute's Center for Educational Freedom, takes the good with the bad. In education, which was really the thrust of what he was talking about in addressing the NAACP, uh, the most important thing he said was he said essentially that under his presidency, he would seek to make sure that anybody who wanted school choice could get it. As a matter of principle, that is an outstanding thing to say. It's about time that we had high-level, high-profile politicians acknowledging that the basis for American education should be the choice driven by parents, not what's best for the public school system or bureaucrats, or some notion that we have to support public schooling ahead of public education, actually educating the public. Um, And so this was a a terrific, at least rhetorically and in principle, uh, step forward. There are, however, some problems with it. Before we get to some of the problems that that poses, McCain is arguably putting Barack Obama in sort of a a tough spot, in a sense, perhaps having to choose between two uh, traditional Democratic constituencies, that is, black parents and uh, members of teachers' unions and uh, Mm -hmm. advocates for the public education system. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, he's done... um Something that's very smart. I mean, this is the best way to use education. What's not often recognized is that school choice has majority support among African Americans, among Hispanics, and if you ask just the general population, if they would be prefer to be able to choose a private school if they didn't have to pay extra, the general population says they would. But it's especially among African Americans that this is a very popular idea. But because of the teacher unions and because of a lot of other interest groups that the NAACP is allied with, they have been lockstep against school choice and against what most people, their constituencies, want. And so John McCain knows this, and I hope that he's saying this because he really recognizes that school choice is the key to meaningful, powerful education reform, but I think he also has been very savvy to say this is a group that wants school choice and that knows it's best for them. And Barack Obama, uh, a few months ago, dabbled in saying he told uh, people in Milwaukee that, well, he would support school choice if research showed it was best. Now he's totally gotten away from that. And in his address to the National Education Association a couple weeks ago, where people made a big deal out of him being a new Democrat because he mentioned merit pay as something he might support. He made a very emphatic point to the NEA that he would never support private school choice. And I think John McCain has done a very strategically smart thing in in supporting school choice emphatically before the NAACP and for everybody in the public to know. And I think educationally he's doing the right thing because we know that socialized education doesn't work. But there are issues, as you pointed out, with federalism. John McCain is a uh, sort of a fair-weather friend of federalism. You want to support uh, him going out and advocating on behalf of, of parents being able to choose schools for their kids, but at the same time, there's, as you point out regularly, there's no legitimate federal role. Yeah, that's the flip side. Um, unfortunately, people who are in federal office think that the federal government can offer solutions 
for everything. And the Constitution is very explicit. It gives specific enumerated powers and no more to the, to the federal government, and education's not one of those powers. Um, and this is more than a problem just of, well, what does the Constitution say? There's a reason it says this. If we allow the federal government to give vouchers to everyone, then you have a single source where anybody who wants to regulate every private school in the country can go to and say, okay, if you're going to take this money now, all private schools have to do X, Y, or Z. And the groups that don't like choice are the ones who have disproportionate power in Washington, D.C. The NEA has a huge headquarters building here. The AFT has a huge headquarters building here. And so it's very dangerous to have the federal government doing this. What you want are the 50 laboratories of democracy, as they call them, hopefully all trying to implement choice, but being able to do it on their own, where if you have a state that overregulates or, or that just puts in bad choice, people can at, the, at least go to another state, choose with their feet, and get the education they want. It's not perfect, but it's much better to have 50 choices in 50 competing states than a single government providing choice where the threat is if you regulate just that one place, Everybody gets stuck with bad regulation, and you can see the threat of this in higher education, where the federal government provides student aid and loans and grants, and just in the last few years, there's been an attempt to require all schools to, or colleges and universities to become little no-child-left-behind centers, where all kids are tested in freshman year, all kids are tested senior year, and the federal government would judge colleges and universities based on those outcomes. So this is a very real threat. Neil McCluskey is author of the book Feds in the Classroom and is associate director of the Cato Institute's Center for Educational Freedom. You can subscribe to other podcasts at our website, cato.org.